You are listening to the Thriving Empire podcast season three, how to find a remote job. So if you're a highly skilled human ready to ditch the office and the clutches of the commute and instead work for an awesome company right from your kitchen table or a co-working space or wherever in the world, you're going to love this season. I've created the ultimate resource bursting with actionable tactics and tips for finding a remote job, as well as a smooth transition to the remote work style so that you can enjoy more freedom and flexibility in your work and in your life. I'm your host, Stephanie Holland, marketing strategist and consultant, traveler, coconut macaroon addict, and remote work obsessed. Let's get started. Hey, hey, how are you? How's it going? I have had a crazy hectic day. It's been unbearably hot but I'm always really excited to record my episodes for you. So just so you know, there will be 25 episodes in the season, but if you want to fast track your remote career trajectory, head over to stephanieholland.co where I offer personalized remote career plans and consults. While you're there, you can sign up for my list and I'll keep you up to date on what I'm offering. So let's dive into this episode. Why is remote working the fastest growing work style? The benefits of a global workforce have been obvious for so many years, like for decades, to a lot of really well-known global companies like Microsoft and Dell. I gave you a few examples in the previous episode. Xerox, Wells Fargo, Cisco. These are all names that you know really well. And actually, my first remote working opportunity was in London in 2004 when MSN Microsoft sent me home with a box of, it was a small box of remote hardware, and they connected me with the remote tech team based in Ireland, I think at the time, who helped me to set it up in my kitchen so that I had high-speed internet at home and they also gave me remote access to company servers and paid for my monthly internet connection. And then I could work from home when I wanted to. And I did that once a week, which was amazing. Everything I would usually do in the office, I actually did at home. So I had more time to exercise, prepare healthy meals. It was really, really bliss. There was no exhausting commute on the London tube to Soho. And so remote working has been around for years. So why the seemingly sudden boom in the media? It's very interesting to me. Why do remote jobs seem to be spreading like wildfire now? So I'm going to share four reasons with you and two surprised me. So I think they might surprise you as well. Because companies have been hiring remotely and conducting business across geographies, time zones and cultures for a long time and often installing Wi-Fi and data plans as per my example in employees' homes at their own cost to enable them to WFH, which on the old school comms platforms used to be the moniker for working at home. It was, you know, just the popular online status we'd all put up on MSN Messenger, of, of, for example, uh, when we were WFHing, working from home. And it's, you know, been happening since the last century. But I think... The explosion at the moment is happening because everyone is all of a sudden an entrepreneur or the founder of an early stage startup in countries all over the world. And it's these companies and individuals that are ushering in unlimited work style opportunities to anyone living anywhere from single parent families working from home to foreign nationals living in far-flung locations relative to the founders or the headquarters to digital nomads who change location every two weeks because of one indisputable fact that often finding talent locally within a you know 
50, 50, one hour radius of where you are, for example, is impossible. So companies really need to be open to the remote workforce and they really need to dedicate time and resources to actively scouring the globe or at least the country in search of the talent they need without whom they can't really build, grow and scale as per their company vision. The second obvious reason, and the other side of really the same coin, is that the most sought-after talent are demanding remote roles. And for some people, that's even more important than a six-figure salary. So developers, in particular, are in short supply, with five roles open for every tech developer in the US, and 53% of them prioritize remote work during the job search. And then you have 68% of college grads who say that remote work opportunities are a deciding factor as well. So this means that companies looking for tech people or fresh-faced worker bees are wising up because it's a strategic imperative to do so. The most skilled workers across all disciplines from, you know, marketing and HR to customer service and product development and the list goes on, uh, they all consider remote work a major priority in the job search, signaling a seismic shift in worker sentiment, which includes quitting their job if employers don't offer flexible or remote working options. So it's changed so much. The balance of power has totally shifted. The knowledge worker is now driving the remote work style revolution. And being open to the remote workforce is not only smart, but also a strategic imperative, especially in a tight labor market. So on the other side, and behind the obvious benefits for companies of cherry picking the best candidates from the global talent pool, like you know financial savings and greater focus and productivity of their employees, there are actually two more advantages of hiring from this global workforce that might surprise you. One is that it helps companies unlock innovation, engage customers, and move their business forward. And this is because diversity unlocks innovation. Of course it does. It's not only a hot topic, but it's also um, a legal mandate in some countries, leaving you know the benefits of diversity buried underneath terms like affirmative action and reverse discrimination, which of course reek of civil rights violations. And then so many people on both sides of the fence just feel resentful. But thankfully, the remote revolution is flipping the diversity dialogue on its head. Beyond better coverage of the globe, cheaper labor, and the ability to service customers 24-7, hiring based on talent and specifically based on diversity of age, disability, gender reassignment, marriage and civil partnership, pregnancy and maternity, race, religion or belief, gender and sexual orientation actually attracts the diverse knowledge, insights, ideas, skills and experience that unlocks innovation, engages customers and moves business forward. I got all this from a brilliant Citrix report. And also, latest research from McKinsey & Company called Delivering Through Diversity reaffirms the global relevance of the link between diversity and company financial 
outperformance. And diversity uh, they define as a greater proportion of women and a more mixed ethnic and cultural composition in the leadership of large companies. So this is a real competitive edge that companies can welcome and kind of bring into their business, um, especially for smaller teams with, with big global dreams and why a lot of startups are gaining a lot of traction very fast. Again, it's a strategic imperative to hire diversely to help grow your bottom line, to help grow your revenue and profits. So now in the worksheet for this episode, I actually help you create a list of dream job remote criteria that you can use to aid your remote job search. So if you've ever experienced discrimination for a, uh, uh, within any of the topics I mentioned a few moments ago, or you are worried that you might experience it in your next job search, this is the worksheet for you. Um, and typically, especially if you're not a 25-year-old ma white male programmer, you'll really enjoy the critical thinking that the worksheet will create for you. And you can grab a copy in the show notes at stephanieholland.co forward slash 55. But speaking of 25-year-old white male programmers, we move into the second surprising um, advantage of hiring from the global um, talent pool and why remote work style is growing so rapidly. It's because it helps companies remove bias and create better products and better product experiences. Now, let's just take the gender gap, for example, because my gender has been um, really the cause of some discrimination for me in my career in banking and in media and advertising as well. Debugging the gender gap, you know, especially in tech and especially in these industries well known for discrimination against women, um, this is not simply about opening up career opportunities to over half the world's population, although that alone <laughs> is kind of cool, but it also helps companies build better products for their audiences. Because here's the problem that they didn't realize they were fixing by doing this, by hiring more diversely. And uh, this is what Amy Peachy said in an article called How Tech's White Male Workforce Feeds Bias into AI. And this is just a very small part of the story, but AI is really driving so much of what our future looks like that it's a really important area to make sure um, that we eliminate bias from. Here's what she says. The technology industry's mostly white male workforce of coders is creating a diversity crisis with bias seeping into products like facial recognition programs and chatbots, according to a new report by New York University's AI Now Institute. This underscores what the study's authors say is the importance of a diverse workforce that reflects a diverse society. Now, I've put the link in the show notes. It's a brilliant article to read to understand more about that. But basically what she's talking about is the matter of perspective. So if you're developing products or if a company's developing products for women, uh, for example, then they would be well served to throw in a few females into the development process. Okay, uh, the female perspective into development because perspective changes the hypothesis, the experiments, and the results of everything. And of course, then, of course, the resulting uh, product and customer experience of using that product. And it's simple that it's something that's um, so simple that even Apple has gotten it wrong. Now, here's what Arielle Duheim Ross had to say about Apple's HealthKit app in an article she wrote for The Verge. She said this, and yet, of all the crazy stuff 
stuff you can do with a health app, Apple somehow managed to omit a woman's menstrual cycle. In short, if you're a human who menstruates and owns an iPhone, you're shit out of luck. Gosh, I love that article. Again, link in the show notes. But with more companies offering flexible work styles that give women, including mothers, more flexibility to manage their career and, of course, their family if they have one simultaneously, the remote work style is a catalyst for change for everything. And here's what Catherine Zaliski, a founder of Power to Fly, said. Countless studies have shown that diverse teams perform better than homogenous ones. But without focused solutions, gender parity throughout the corporate ladder won't be achieved for a hundred years. So this is what uh, the tech industry, Silicon Valley, has inspired. Early stage startups are inspiring. A real shift in the balance of diversity, which is helping to unlock innovation. So by hiring from the global talent pool, 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 pool as a remote company, they are starting to close the gender gap and other diversity gaps. Um, in their own company, but also in the industry that they serve and in the world simultaneously. So equal opportunity and um, diversity and better products and better product experiences go hand in hand. So just think of all the other groups of people in our society who are discriminated against, who represent sizable percentages of our society, who buy and use products and services that companies sell. And if we are not represented by the teams who are building these products and services, then they won't be built for us. And that's a pretty big business problem for a company to have when their goal is growing growth and scale. What the smart, remote-first companies of all sizes across all industries are realizing is that when they tap into the global talent pool and actively hire diversely, then they can unlock massive innovation and create better products and product experiences for their increasingly diverse audiences. It's so cool. And, you know, they know already that if they're not tapping the global ta talent pool already, then their competitors are, and hence this massive shift in the workstyle revolution. So if you really think about it, you being part of the remote workstyle and bringing your unique perspective to the table is also about leaving the world a little better than we found it. It's about a massive sea change, which I'm very excited to be a part of as well. So crack open worksheet three in the podcast pack three and do the dream job criteria worksheet. It will stimulate critical thinking about the perspective that you bring to a remote job and the non-negotiable criteria a company has to have for you to build a career that you love without the threat of bias or discrimination, as well as show your future employer what a great addition to the team you will be. So if you don't have your copy yet, don't worry, head over to stephanieholland.co forward slash 55 and you can grab your copy right on the show notes. Until then, keep living and working on your own terms so that you can build a career and the life you really want simultaneously. I'll see you next week on Thriving Empire Podcast. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thriving Empire. I appreciate you being here and hanging out with me. Now, if you're not subscribed already, head over to stephanieholland.co, that's C-O, and sign up right on the page so that you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the show, I have a favor to ask you. Would you rate and review it on iTunes, please? Just search Thriving Empire on iTunes. Click subscribe, then ratings and reviews, and you'll be asked to give it a start rating and a quick sentence or two on what you think about it. 
about it and what you think about me. Now, this will really help other people find it too, so that more people can build their career and create the life they really want simultaneously. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week and see you next time on Thriving Empire. Thank you.